Jay and Kevin's Hot Topics. Hot Topics. All right, it is Hot Topics time here on this snowy Friday morning. Before we dive into the country music news of the day, courtesy of the Rolling Stones, I, I want to do two feel-good stories, or my two favorite feel-good stories of the day, and one of them hails from Florida, because I feel like we do a lot of stories from Florida that are negative. Yeah, well, for sure. <laughs> In fact, the phrase, a Florida man, is like a pop culture term right. for something stupid is about to be said. Someone did mm-hmm. something dumb. And kind of their own fault. It's not like we have anything against them other than making yeah. the map look funny. But they they kind of have had some bad stories. So this is good. You have a, a good one from Florida. Yeah, and I love this. Here we go. So Florida man, a Florida man, all of those stories. This is us making sure we play the other side for you as well. Because a guy who is a business owner in Florida, he was down on his luck a couple of years ago in and, and tough times. And he pulled through it. And now he takes the time right before Christmas to donate a ton of money to the power company in his neighborhood, and he just pays for the electrical bills, the utility bills, for a ton of people. And this year, the utility bills of 114 families who are facing disconnection have been paid for by this guy. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that's very cool. So he goes through, and he he, uh, apparently last year – it was this was the the sad part last year he went in and he asked hey how many people right now in our neighborhood are about to get their power disconnected mm-hmm. and it was 36 households and he goes well I'm gonna, i want to pay for those right oh, now oh jeez and so they they did that this year he asked the same question it was 114 oh my yeah so yeah. rougher year but he was like yeah no we're, we're doing this this is my thing like we're going to take care of that take care of my neighborhood now i dread 2020 when we read the story Florida man doesn't pay power bill and hopes that Michael Esmond pays for it. Yeah, <laughs> right. I know. There's always somebody, right, who's going to try to ruin that. But Yeah, honey, I know we was... can pay the bill, but Michael Esmond's going to fit the bill for all the people in the neighborhood this year. That was a, a cool story, though, Slim. That was very yeah. powerful. Thank you. I love that. And he, he was just, well, it's not as good as the next one, Kev, but it's good. Like, that's a great story and something that maybe just reminds you, hey, do something nice for someone right now because times are tough. I mean, I think if, you can donate on your power bill. Can you not, Kevin? Yeah. Project sure. Share. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, I love that. I mean, I don't know if you want to do, you know, 100 and some homes, but you, if you wanted to make a difference on someone's bill, you can help out. There is a way, is my point. You know, and he, he brings up a lot of – Michael Esmond was interviewed on this, and he brings up a lot of the points that I think we talk about during the food drive where it's like, man, the, the less you have to worry about – in a stressful time, the better. And he brings up, you know, hey, I, I saw the numbers. He was talking about the numbers in Florida where he lives for people who aren't going to be able to afford food during during the holidays. And he was like, that that made him sick to his stomach. So this is what kind of started the whole thing where he goes, I, I got to make difference somewhere else. Like they, there's a lot of people doing the food thing. Where else can I be meet a need? So I, I love that story. And I love when people are, are being good people. Now. Yes. Okay. I love this story also. This is just a couple being good people to each other. Did you guys see the post that went crazy viral from the couple in Texas? No. Mm, I don't know that I did, no. Tracy and Clifford Howell. Clifford Howell posted a picture the other day of a sandwich that was in his lunchbox that had had a bite taken out of it. Okay. (laughs) And it was like, dude, he opened up his his lunchbox, there's a a bite taken out of his sandwich. 
probably not what you're looking for in the work site. <laughs> I mean, no, not really. Unless, I mean, you're thinking a coworker got in that? Yeah. But then he went on to tell the four decade story of how when he and his wife got married 41 years ago, his wife, on day one of him working the job, has made, has made him lunch every single day since day one. Wow. wow. And when they were first married, and you know, I think this is probably pre-kids and stuff, she would come out to the work site every now and then and have lunch with him. Very sweet. And, and uh, he said, on one occasion, I, or she said, on, one, on, a, on occasion I would join him on the job site, have lunch with him. He made the comment once that lunch tasted better when you share it with someone you love. Soon after that, while fixing his sandwich one night, I took a bite out of it before putting it away. <laughs> so he went to work the next day. Now, this was 41 years ago, 40, 41 years ago. And he opened his sandwich, his lunchbox, and thought one of his coworkers had taken a bite out of his sandwich. <laughs> that would be terrible. Came home and goes, honey, someone took a bite out of my sandwich. Are you kidding me? And she goes, nope. I told him, since I couldn't join you for lunch, I took a bite out of it, so he knew I was joining in that on lunch with him. is the sweetest thing ever. She goes, I continue to do this frequently unless it's tuna or pimento cheese. She doesn't like that. Oh, and he still says, and he still says every day, this couple is like the ultimate. He'll come home and say, hey, saw you join me for lunch today, and it sure was good. That's amazing. Wow. 97,000 people reposted this yesterday. I just love these kind of stories. So props to those people. Go kiss your spouse or that person you love. And, uh, I just love this. I, that's a great story to me. So we have an ongoing thing in our family where my father, when he he always made breakfast, for some reason he would do the toast. That was his job. It was like a, a an assembly line in our house with the seven of us and, you know, a very small area. So you didn't move around. You got your location and you stayed. He was in front of the toaster. That's your job. Every kid gets two pieces of toast. So you'd go through, you know, Quite a, bit of, quite a bit of bread. And he would butter your toast, and every time he'd take the extra butter and he'd push it down the corner and then bite that off of the bread. So you always got two pieces of toast, always with a bite out of the corner. And, you know, back when you were a kid, you're like, Dad, stop taking the right. best part of the toast. And he'd laugh. And it was an ongoing thing for years. And now it's obviously more meaningful since my dad's gone. But you're like, yeah, remember when Dad used to take a bite out of our toast all the time? Yep. So little yeah. weird things like that. Yeah. It's funny how they stick with you. I love that story a lot. Yeah, That's really cool. It was fun. And it's something I hope you keep doing. Uh, honestly, that those are the weirdest ones where you're like, so you take a bite out of something and that's supposed to show love? Um, yes. Yes, it is. Absolutely. If you're, making, if you're making a sandwich for someone you love today, take a bite out of it. You're going to get slapped probably the first time, but if you keep doing it eventually, you that's, might not. That's exactly right. The first couple of times, it doesn't seem as cool. Also, don't take a huge bite. Take. Yeah. See, I can now see my wife listening, and I'm going to get a sandwich today that's half eaten. I was going to say, yeah. that's like, oh, hey, hey, brother, I made you a sandwich, and there's like a big, gigantic bite out of it and a finger stuck in the other half. Right. You know, that's not as cool, man. Not as cool. I love it. So there's some feel-good stories. Two of my favorite feel-good stories for you. I wanted to get to this, though, because today, the Rolling Stones, as we get to the end of the year, and I love end-of-the-year stuff, Rolling Stones released their, and they've been doing this, where they release the best-in-a-category albums of the year. The Rolling Stone and, magazine? Yes, sir. Okay. And they did the 30 best country and Americana albums of 2020. Oh. Now, I feel like we know country music pretty well. Yeah. 
But you always know when like Rolling Stones and stuff like this start to get into it. We see this on like the Grammys. The Grammys will give out an award and it's Country Artist of the Year. And it's someone we, the three of us have never heard of. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to open this up and see if we could get any of the top 30 and Whoa. see how Rolling Stone did according to three guys and the, the, fa- the listening family. See how we can judge Rolling Stones on how they did based on what we know. This is, right. And what was the category again specifically? This you said is something the 30 about folk. Best country and Americana. So oh, there's going to be some of these Americana, and Americana. Oh, wow. albums of 2020, according to Rolling Stones, one of the big musical reviewers and musical minds out there. Oh, boy. Boys, what should be on this list? Well, I mean, Luke Combs will yeah, be on that. That's the first one that came to my mind. Yeah. So, Kevin, I'm wondering if Luke Combs' album did not get was not released this year. Oh, maybe it dropped oh, it early. It was not released this year. So, oh, is it? I, oh, okay. I think they would have given him. I think they would have given him. Because it has to be an album this year. Really? Yeah, best albums of 2020. Uh, okay, gotcha, man. That makes Luke it Holmes. a lot harder for me because I'm terrible at guess. I don't remember very well when people release their albums. Well, Ingrid Andres, Jay Daniels. Thank goodness that young lady is on the list. I mean, she's the, got. She should be up real high too. Yeah, okay. I mean, she's getting nominated for Grammys. She's getting nominated for CMAs, ACM. She got nominated for a lot of stuff. So I feel she's like number twenty-four. Okay, Ingrid Anders, Ladylike. Number twenty-five was everyone's favorite, Brian Fallon, Local Honey. Yes, God, it's so good. Uh, that's an Americana album, so it doesn't count. Yeah, okay. Don't and number him. twenty-three, this guy must be cowboy because the picture of him is in a cowboy old school cowboy. Like, what are those get-ups called? Where you've got the jacket and you've got the matching pants and. Uh, I know what you mean. It's like up? what Johnny Cash would wear. I don't know what that's called. What are those suits called? Doggone. Western. Western suit. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, He's got the Western suit and the cowboy hat, so I'm assuming it, this yeah. is a ca- country album. Marcus King's El Dorado just beat out Ingrid Andrus' Ladylike. Did Stapleton okay. release an album this year? Chris Christopher Stapleton sure as heck did, Jay Daniels. Chris Stapleton released an album that makes it on the list. At number nine, his album okay. starting over. Okay, was one of the top thirty albums of the oh, year according oh. to Rolling Stones. Guys, guys, Ashley McBride. Guys, T- Timothy Patrick Cotter, TC in the afternoons has sung this gal's praises since before her name was even Ashley McBride. I think since she was a twinkle in her father's eye. Oh, he has loved Ashley McBride. She had the number one album of the year according to Rolling Stones, and I oh, wanted nice. to give Rolling Stones a pat on the back because they normally get cute with it. And put something weird like the number two album, Elizabeth Cook's Aftermath, oh, or the number three album, Katie Pruitt's Expectations. <laughs> and normally they give album of the year to someone no one can hear on radio or find. Or ever but even they heard gave of. They gave Ashley McBride, which I think is huge. Wow. And three women, the top three albums of the year. Yeah. Very cool. That is Very, awesome. very cool. Uh, the other the other ones on here that we would recognize, number four album of the year, according to Rolling Stones, Brett Eldridge, Sunday Drive. Okay. Uh, also on this list. Uh, do you guys, I feel like, is Lucinda Williams an older country act? Mm. Or do I know anything about her? Am I just saying her name because I've seen her on something? I don't know that she's older. Uh, maybe. Okay, well, she's oh, on yep, the list. And yep, I, I she's thought maybe 67, she was a, so yeah. Okay, I thought maybe she was a 90s country person, which is why I said her name there. Number 10, Kelsey Ballerini. Okay. Her album was number 10. Brandy Clark, number 11. Nice. Uh, we also had on there, and I, I, we talked to one of these guys and loved them. Brothers Osborne's new album, Skeletons, made it on the list at number 15. That's cool. And Kaylee Hammock, that, the new artist Kaylee Hammock, who we, did, we interviewed her during CMA Week, correct? Yes, we did. 
And she was very bubbly. Very. She had the number 18 album of the year with If It Wasn't You. Okay. Cadillac 3 was on the list. Cam was on the list. A bunch of artists that you'll hear here on Coyote Country. But, Kevin, you, you brought it up right off the bat. The amount of country women on this That's list is, ton. is great, considering three, four years ago we were like, where are the gals in country music? Yeah, for sure. No, well, they're, awesome. they're here. They're here and they're, they're crushing it. So if you're looking to get some music for that person in your life, there's some suggestions for you. New, Ashley McBride's new one's real good. Brett Eldridge, another familiar name for us. That Kelsey Ballerini, I finally listened to it. It's real good. Yeah, and of course Ingrid. So yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, and Ingrid's on there. Ingrid Andrus' album is so good as well. All right, well, very oh. good. I like it. It Do didn't give- turn out as weird as I thought. It is weird, but not quite as weird as I thought, since I at least knew some of them. Oh, do you guys want the weird ones? Yeah, actually, I do. Uh, number five, Joshua Way, Joshua Ray Walker's "Glad You Made It." Okay. <laughs> the Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Do you hear it? It's a funny squeaky sound. Kevin James. You couldn't hear a dump truck driving through a nitroglycerin plant. The Jay and Kevin Show on the Big Ninety Nine Nine. Coyote Country. One of the answers to uh, Beat the Band questions today was Doolittle. Uh, Dr. Doolittle, I'm not, but I am having animal problems. We talked a little bit about it yesterday, the fact that I've got rabbits in my backyard. They're pooping everywhere. The dogs, the puppies are trying to eat the poop. It's a nightmare. Uh, went and got somebody at text and told me where to go get some live traps. I got one. Yeah? Very quiet, Kevin. Come on, baby. I'm hunting rabbits. Yes, live traps because we're going to relocate because that's, I think, I guess that's what you do. Um, no luck last you night. Sound real super soft. I mean, you know, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> last night, put the trap out, went out there this morning. Nope, nope, nothing. No Zero. Rabbit. Not good really? at hunting rabbits, apparently. But then my wife uh, called earlier and said, hey, over there on the right-hand side of the yard, the dogs are out there and a bunch of rabbits went scared. I'm like, I put it on the other side last night because that's where they used to be, and now apparently I'm going to have to move it. I'll try again tomorrow. I'll let you know. I'm definitely going to call you guys about 6 a.m. and let you know about my rabbit trapping. <laughs> I'm dying to hear about it. I do know what happens when you catch them, like what that next process is. You just put them in a box to relocate them, or how um, does you, that work? You take the trap, it, uh, and then you just open the trap door at whatever said location you'd like the rabbits to now call home. Okay. Now, they said it would fit more than one rabbit. It doesn't look like it to me unless they both scurried in there together, but we'll see what happens. I feel like this is going to be a process. I, I will let you Yeah, know. it sounds like it's so, going to be a real tricky process. I also picture this, and I don't know if I'm the only guy who pictures this. Like, they are, like, the rabbits are hiding somewhere this morning oh, with yeah. their cell phones. Yes. And they're like... And they're like literally taking a video of you and then watching the reaction on your face when there was no rabbit in the th- and then they're just posting it on whatever their you know, whatever their Instagram is, or just posting that video, be like, Look at this guy. It's Bunny Graham. <laughs> I can't believe you don't Bunny know. Bunny Graham, it. yeah. Bunny Graham. Yeah. I probably don't Google that. Um Don't definitely don't. No. Not that, at work. That's not gonna that's gonna that's not gonna work for the firewall. Great call. <laughs> also yesterday here at the station, you know we've had raccoon problems here at the station. Uh, yeah, and uh, I don't know. There are so many squirrels that are just always in the parking lot here, and I don't know what's going on or no, because we're notorious here at the station for feeding things, and then wondering why they, you know, attend our little parking lot gatherings. I don't get it. I don't know why people would leave food, but there's squirrels everywhere. Yesterday, I go to get in my truck, getting ready to leave. I, I had the door open, and I was just sitting there because I was searching. 
for a podcast that I was going to listen to. So I had the door open, and I'm just kind of sitting there, and I'm scrolling through the podcast. And I look to my left, and there's a squirrel. And I just and he's just staring at me. I go, hey, buddy, like that. And he jumps up straight up in the air. I am not 100% sure that there wasn't an immediate accident on my behalf. <laughs> I well, it just start. I was startled. Me first of all, that thing had vertical jump. I don't know, man. That was oh, like bet. they can get up and just well, they, some of them fly, right? Flying squirrels. They it's do. what I wanted yeah, to be reincarnated be as a kid. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, yeah, dude. No, straight up in the air. And when it landed, it just took off. I don't know what that was, or if it had a little seizure, or if he was just trying to scare me. But it worked. So, I'm just saying, guys, if you come back to the building anytime soon, it's not safe. Yeah, I didn't even realize we had a raccoon problem at the station. That's all been oh, uh, post everywhere. It's it, it, every, probably it's not as bad since our uh, the the cat the I don't know the company cat whatever it was found a home. They wait. We adopted that cat. You know that cat that used to sleep on right, the back the, there. The station cat. Yeah, yeah it got adopted that, that out. That cat's gone. Yeah. Right. So the so there's not the cat food. Is that what you're saying? Yes. It's not as bad? And that would draw the raccoons and everything else in. And the raccoons gotcha. were terrible. But dude, you'd come here in the morning first. If you're one of the early ones, you'd get here. That's why you never saw it. Um, that it, it. You know, Jay, you had to be one of the very first people to the building in the morning. You, and they would scatter. And there's a ton of them. The, Kev, there was one day I went in and there was three of them at the gate. Like waiting for me to open it to let them in, and I thought, "What am I supposed to, like at this point? What do I do?" Slim, they would be in the breezeway because that's where the cat food was. They would be sitting in the breezeway, and I'd come up at that top stair, and you turn to the right there, and all of a sudden, there's a family of raccoons. It's just one of those you're like, I don't really feel like dealing with that right now. And I would open that door, and it's, you know how that door takes like quite a while to automatically close. I kept thinking the same thing. What are the chances? That if I don't stand here and wait for that door to close, one of them is going to sneak in the building. We get birds in here all the time. Can you imagine? <laughs> that would be so great. I almost wish it would have happened. Like, just down into the TV news area. I guarantee you, they go up those stairs once and be like, it's not worth it, and they just leave. <laughs> well, not anymore. The steepest stairs in the world. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. There's usually food somewhere around here, though. Yeah, they just go up those stairs and be like, I am winded. I'm going back outside. Come on, you coming with me, Bill? That's what you imagine the raccoon's first name is? Yeah. Wouldn't Ricky be I, better? No, Bill and Jeff were the two that were at our station. Okay, sorry. I, I saw them at Sonic, actually. That's honest. I have never seen the raccoons at the station, but I did see them just the other what? day at Sonic. Well, not at Sonic. That's unfair. They, they weren't like in a stall pushing the red button. That'd be great. They, they were... They were in the alley right there. There's that little alley between Sonic and the uh, coffee stand. And there's a fence, and they were right up there against the fence. There was some garbage over there. And they were just, uh, you know, getting ready to look through the sure. garbage. Yeah. So that's the first time I've seen a raccoon in the downtown area ever. That, that, that was I, Maybe they're there all the time, and I just never noticed them. So anyway, there's my animal stories. Raccoons, squirrels at work. Rabbits at home. You hey, are Dr. Doolittle. Honestly. Spokane's Doolittle. I don't want anything to do with any of them. I want to get rid of all of them. I took so much heat for just trying to trap the rabbits at the house. My daughter and my wife are like, oh, oh it's got, well, does it hurt them? I'm like, no, no, I went and got the safe one just so I wouldn't have to hear about it. Well, yeah, but won't it scare them when the, when the door closes behind them? Yeah. Well, you know what doesn't Probably. scare them? 
You know what doesn't scare him? What? Being dead. <laughs> they don't know. I had a lot of people offer. So that's the option. Yeah. You, you, you can tell them. That's the option. What doesn't scare him being dead? <laughs> Why do I mean, <laughs> look, man, I'm trying to fi- find your fault in your logic, but it, I can't. <laughs> right. You will not be scared if you are dead. That's true. That is really solid, weirdly solid logic, KJ. My daughter actually said yesterday, I said, well, then you trap them. And she goes, oh, my gosh, that makes me sick to my stomach. I go, no, they're alive. Like, I don't, like, they're alive in the cage. Like, so you just read, well, what are you going to do with them then? I go, well, then I'm going to shoot them. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Are you here all alone? Kevin James. I'm eight years old. You think I'd be here alone? I don't think so. The Jay and Kevin Show. On the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Final thoughts. All right, Slim, you can go first. Shout out to one of my favorite listeners of all, Taylor Swift. What's up, girl? Congratulations. She did it again, just released another album out of nowhere. And I love when country music artists or any artist in general, pop artists like Taylor Swift, when anyone does this, I like it. And I want this more often. I love going to bed not thinking something new is coming out, and then if all of a sudden Luke Combs tomorrow just says, by the way, new album out, I want that more. I really like it. It's a fun surprise. Yeah, she released a new album last night, midnight, East Coast, 9 o'clock, West Coast, and it's like really good. If you like Taylor Swift, it's great. If you don't like Taylor Swift, it's it's a good album. But I want this more often. I just, I love it, and I love that the big artists are doing it, so... I'm excited that maybe 2021 will have more of that and that it really trickles over into the country music world. Yeah, it's a fun way to do things for sure. Yeah. Like, it's, didn't Eric Church do it once? Uh, or yeah. something similar? He, 100%, where it was just like all of a sudden he just dropped a new album into all of his church choir's email. Yeah. He was like, here's That's my new so album. Funny. And I've got to imagine that, like with the Taylor Swift thing, a lot of these artists, we talked to a bunch of them who have said they've been writing a lot of music during quarantine. Right. 2021 could be the greatest. You go to bed Thursday night and wake up with new Luke Bryan or wake up with Luke Bryan. I don't know. Whoa. Yeah, and the Eric Church uh, also, by the way, he just released a new song. Another one of those where just every couple weeks, he just yeah. randomly on a Friday will drop a new song yeah. off of this 28-song no, album. Okay, yeah. Kevin, let me ask you this. Would you rather, for the rest of Eric Church's career, get a new song every couple of weeks and no new albums ever or you know on a regular basis get a new album oh boy how would you rather consume your eric church that's a great question because sometimes it's like do you want to snack all day or have a big meal totally totally knowing that at some point though you still will be able to get the album of all those songs that have been released uh, okay, because they're not new they then, all, so it would be okay to put them they, into a compilation. Yeah. Right. Well, and they're all, like, all the Eric songs are yeah. all going to be on an album. Like I got a you. double album. Mm-hmm, I got you. So for that, I, I of course, I kind of get the best of both worlds, I guess, there, right? Yeah. Or would I rather have the excitement of only knowing these songs when the album comes out? And Man, then you that's just binge listen because, for, you know, like yeah, an hour. Yeah, that, that listen to an album the first time, you know, where you go through it over and over and over and you get hooked on it, mm-hmm. that's pretty special. It's better than just one song. So I still think maybe I'm a bigger fan of the album. Okay. Especially if Jay, they're how a story. Are you take, how are you taking I, yours? I think I would take them one at a time. I think I kind of like the new ones, and I don't get very yeah. burned out on a song, so I would do... I think I would take the one at a time 
because um, sometimes those EPs are two or three, and that's kind of a cool way too. But yeah. I think I would take one every, you know, couple weeks, and then they just keep doing that instead of having an album all at once. I would take it that way. I think. Which way would you I, take it? I I I really respect new albums, but I'm with you, Jay. Because when I get a new album, I listen to one song for one week straight, and then I go to track two. So. I listen to it almost as if I'm getting one new song a week. Yeah. So I would take that. I would oh, take, wow. hey, okay. every few weeks you get one great new song. I will I will play that thing to the ground until it's dead and gone, and then a new one will be out, and I'll, I'll move on to that one. Because that's, wh- that's just how I listen to music. What are you getting Taylor Swift for her birthday on Sunday? Did you end up getting a gift or no? What do you get the girl who already has everything? Nothing. <laughs> well, perfect. Final thoughts. Her present to us was a new album today. Well, there you go. By the way, Taylor Swift well, turns 31. Back. Isn't that weird? Seems like she, seems like she could wow, possibly be yeah, that old. Yeah, she's grown up. Yeah. Kevin. Let's go back to 1992, a film that many considered to be the greatest in the series, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Some, are you in that camp? You are the, it's the best Home Alone? Yeah, to me, yes. I am a Home Alone 2 fan over Home Alone 1. Great movies, but I, I do tend to lean towards Home Alone 2. The brick okay, to the yeah, face, the, brick to the face, electrocution, electrocution. I, oh, I'm not going to go against those two. Okay. <laughs> okay. Those are those are the power moves. Uh, well, and I, you've have you heard the thing before that there were rumors that Piers Morgan was the bag lady. What? In that movie. Like the bird lady? It was lady? something. Yeah, the bird lady. Yeah, the bird lady. Bird bag that, lady. Same, same kind of. The, the bird the, bag the lady. Yeah, same, yeah, same lady. Yeah. That, that it's Piers Morgan. And it's the weird thing that took off on the internet a few years ago that they were talking about. And everybody said, oh my God, it's Piers Morgan. He's the bag lady. Piers Morgan just discussed it on Good Morning Britain. And he said, why does this keep coming up? He said, this is not me. I'm not the bag lady in Home Alone 2. That's great. But I will tell you, when you watch it, Look at it. You will never get it out of your head really? ever again. Piers Morgan and the bag lady are the same person. Okay. <laughs> I really, really, really good. I'm going right now. Happy trails to Let's just say that the curtain has come down on yet another miserable performance. Slim, I know you're doing the uh, Christmas lights with your fam tonight. Uh, good luck well, with that. That may be changing as the weather changes. Oh, okay. I'm, I've just you. been informed of that. I, I, that makes sense. Like, you know, I mean, it's not like they're going to go away. You can always wait a day. I saw that Riverfront Park has a map out, though, that if you want to, it'll show you where theirs are if you want to okay. walk through that. I know you guys are going to do the Liberty Lake thing. And I was, uh, unfortunately, I don't think anybody that I know of is doing the Jingle Johns like they did huh? in... Oh, gosh, where was that again? I think Gary, Indiana, maybe? What are the Jingle Johns? Uh, they're porta-potties. I posted on my Facebook page. They're porta-potties. It's, they're on carts, and they have these faces on them, all red and green, and they it has a light show, and it has audio to it, singing to it. It's actually pretty cool. It's like one of those coordinated Wait. displays, and all of the outhouses are lined up as if they were a choir. So they make the porta potties look like people, sir, and then make them sing. Yes, sir. <laughs> I've made them sing a few times at Hoop Fest. We are so glad you came. Bye bye. Bye bye. Goodbye. Bye bye. Bye bye now. Bye. Bye bye. 
Thank you. I at least appreciate okay, the bye fact bye that you now. got there quickly bye with that one, bye. you know? Goodbye. I was, awesome. I was concerned how long that was going to take. I was. I you did a good job. Well done. Well played, my friend.